Tune in, yeah, catch us once a week. Shots being poured while rating these beats. Recommendation at your local eats. Three regular dudes that love to speak hip hop shit with my West Valley peeps. Check us out. What's up? We are casting direct. This Live is the Below direct. the Flow podcast. My name is Jazz. We've got Jose with us as well, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I am uh, not hungover today. Wow. boy. And I didn't gamble last night. Man, that's this oh, wait, is the that's first. a lie. Did that's sports gamble, but oh, I did have a few yeah. beers, but that hey, no end over. Mijo, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. We got bored with us too, man. How you feeling? I'm good. How you doing, man? I feel great. I feel great too, man. I've got some energy. I'm 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 feeling good. It's it's uh it's a beautiful a beautiful time here. We got a special guest. We have with us uh, Apple Stem, aka Charlie Apple, aka Chuck. What's up, man? How you feeling? Uh, yeah, Dude, our first guest. First guest. Yeah. Man, super honored, to be honest. Oh, we're is... honored to have you, man. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. glad you could came, man. He's a special, he'll be a special insight uh, with us this week because uh, we've, we've got a history. He's a, he's oh, one yeah. of our long time, long time oh, yeah. homeboys. Homie, well, homies. We all went to, if you guys don't know, we all went to school together. Uh, Jose was a jock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt yeah. was a goth. <laughs> Charles was a prep, and I was a greaser. Oh, he kept yeah. cigarettes. He kept those, he kept those squares <laughs> in his sleeve. He yeah, rolled up in his, his sleeve. Alive, really. <laughs> yeah. back he always dressed up as crybaby for Halloween and shit. Oh man, he was so good with the women too. <laughs> he would just talk to those chicks. Him getting slapped at the twenty fourth of July. Oh wait, yeah, I remember that. Twenty fourth of July, right? Wait, yeah, wait, wait. Slapped? No, fourth of July. What'd you do, man? Oh, um, this I, is a real slap, like yeah, like you see in the movies a woman just, me and another girl were like she's like hey go pinch that girl's ass i'll pinch that dude's ass Ooh. so she goes and pinches that dude's ass and he fucking loves it right well of course and yeah. then my turn i go to do it and then i walk away and she walks back over and just smacks and like you know there's a bunch of people everyone's like oh shit <laughs> that's a fucking felony right there i know dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was dumb of me for even taking the bet. yeah like, that, yeah you was like uh yeah that's just not gonna fucking work out you think about it. I, that happened to me too. It was with Chris Pendleton. Uh, oh yeah. But we were at another Stu- old school friend, home yeah. from high school, Area Fifty One. That gay fucking. That oh yeah, I remember that place. <laughs> yeah, fucking place on the eight that eighties. The eighties, yeah. Eighties used to play so, all the time, man. I liked yeah. it. I thought that it was, was fun. fun. No, it was, was fun. fun. It was dude. fun. There's was different. Some good mad old times, girls, man. but uh, yeah, me and him were sitting there. And we were like posted up against like the wall, and this girl walks by, and she had a big old ass, and I'm like. And Chris slaps it, and then no I looked it past that she's walking by. I'm making the face like, ooh, like damn, look at that. She turns around, sees my facial expression, and then she fucking slaps me. Mm. And she slaps the ugly guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I start getting out like, what the fuck? I didn't slap you. And, and Chris she... just walks away like a little bitch. Yeah. And I got kicked out. One, she probably ended up going home with Chris. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Dude, it's like if you can do the exact same thing, but if you're a good looking guy, it fucking worked. You're gonna get laid. <laughs> yeah. And if you're an ugly dude, you're getting <laughs> arrested. Yeah. You're getting charges. <laughs> Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. especially by no, <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, uh, we do. We are. We are taking a look at Royce the Five Nine Rock City. Royce, man. Today, what? Uh, let's see. Two thousand. I didn't look up the year. You guys see the year? Two thousand two. Oh two, huh? That's yeah, that's the year we graduated high school. Yeah, that was. Well, two uh, uh, two of us. Guys, yeah, the other yeah, yeah. Besides grandpas over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like grandpas. What is it? Just the year difference. Two, two years. Well, two thousand two minus two thousand. <laughs> 
what year you oh, guys yeah, graduated. Oh, yeah, 2000. I forgot. <laughs> you guys are two years old. Sorry, Sorry I'm an asshole. This album came out two years after we graduated already. Nice. Nice. So I picked this album. Uh, I really dig this album. Uh, I don't know that everybody has that same same vibe, but but uh, there's a couple reasons I picked it. One was that the time, the era. Um, I kind of wanted to look into that because we haven't done an album in that particular era. So, in any event, uh, yeah, let's check out a track. Let's uh, let's uh, let's play in uh, Rock City with them featuring Eminem. Stop the hustle, voice nickel nine. Glock stop the tussle. Nine shots to bust you. Pine box, they stuff you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I am not the tussle. Niggas don't know me. I'm Detroit's king, nigga. Wow. Rock cities, where the niggas pep holes and bars. Strip holes and bars. Still clothes for malls. That's the title track, Rock City, obviously representing Detroit. Eminem, uh, I think, is really Eminem and the D12 crew, really, uh, who brought Royce onto the scene. And, and was uh, it D12 though? I'm not sure. Well, the, I, he wasn't in D12, right? no, but he, but he had beef with them later on, though. Yeah, they did beef. In yeah. fact, him and Eminem, they they, they had their th- they had the outings too for a minute. They did. Who, in fact, and Royce, Royce yeah. and, and Eminem, they he had a, for it. years actually. Um, on on one of his later tracks, just in the last couple of years, he actually dissects all of it. He goes into it, it and uh, it's all grown man rap. He's like matured, and he talks about like how you know him and them are cool now. Yeah, they cool. They, they all worked it all out. You know, that's how homies are. Yeah, I know. But uh, that that track though comes in hard. You know, yeah. Said about this album, and I heard it because I haven't heard this album to be honest. You know, besides singles here and there, like I'm like, oh, all right, I'm feeling that already. You know. And that's that classic sound too when M was hot back then. You know? Yes, so they're kind of striking on both ends right there. Absolute chicky chicky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. He put that all over this track. Uh. Him and Timbaland like using their mouths. To oh yes, noises right. <laughs> You're so like, important with who, who, Eminem and uh, M and Tim. Yeah, yeah those two. Most so I, on that album, that just uh, this one, he keeps saying that he was trying to distance himself from M, but he he had M in there the whole time, like. He didn't want to be the understudy or something, so it seems like even in his lyrics, you could hear it. He tries to keep bringing that shit up. A lot. He does he I, several times in the album. He does, and you could tell that it was, like, it was really bothering him throughout that when he it, made it does. this album. I mean, because I think because he's definitely gifted, Absolutely. just that's as good it. as him. Absolutely, and no one's taking him serious. Like, oh no, that's just M's guy, not. That's I think Royce. we all kind of felt like that, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Because, yeah, he brought him up, and they had the same kind of flow pattern. And, you know, they hit it in the pocket the same way. Yep. You know, and so that's where they had that, uh, was it Bad Me Evil? When they were together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, 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 the Together album. That's that when they kind of spoke like, their A couple years ago, five years ago so. Yeah, so, I mean. That album was actually amazing, too. Yeah. I mean, dude, they fucking, it's just so lyrical, that whole album. I mean, it's not an incredible album, but just the. Work, the work of art that it is yeah man they just they, straight they up understand each other they're on the same vibe yep. you know they nail it but yeah that that album well this album rock city right <laughs> what happened boy i'm dying over here what happened uh, the water man <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong with this water here it's because he, I, is is it is it water though or is it not the water i'm choking i'm choking with emotions with remembering bad meets evil <laughs> beautiful oh jesus oh, dude but no, but it, that, but like what you were saying, host, like yeah, he it bothered him that that he was like looked at as Eminem's undercard. But I mean, the truth about it is, he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you got, have did you guys hear this album when it came out? No, no. I, but I guarantee you heard the Eminem album. 
You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Which which album was that in 2002 that he had? Or what did he have with something? Did M M just shit? He's dude. Eminem has probably so many like really got so many others. Yeah. LP probably. Yeah, it probably was so, actually. Yeah, 2002. What, yeah, yeah. You, you think Royce felt like Eminem's slave? Right? Like black white. There's that deep, that deep rooted. I'm just raising the question. Don't don't blame me, man. No, I don't think. No, okay. I just had to ask. I had to. Well, hey, but him plus plus he's got the whole D12 crew. He's got a whole fucking crew. You know, that's got slavery undertones written all over it, right? I got you. Hey, but Eminem had his the Eminem show. Come out oh, was that? Is that uh, what it was? Yeah. Eminem show? And, and there is a lot of albums that, that came out in 2002. That album, yeah. that came, or that song, Boom, that yeah. was recorded in 99. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. And that made it to the 2000, or the album, I guess there's delays on it. But that, I remember hearing that, and for some reason, I don't remember even knowing it was Royce. And huh. I didn't bother to figure out who it was, but it was in one of my rotations of CDs. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, this shit's no, hard. When that came out, man, that was one of those songs, dude, that, that had that yeah, that, sound like the underground. I mean, you had Premiere. Come on. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. It's, it's one of my all-time premiere. favorites. Classic, yeah. dude. And so that was just, that just hit so hard, man. That was like, you heard that? I'm like, oh, Royce is the next thing to jump off. That's the next, this boy is just, you know, his lyrics were so on fire. Yep. I'm, I'm with you there. That, uh, I mean, the boom track is one of the one of it's one of my all time favorite songs. What do you think about those it's Neptune there, beats, bro? Oh man, Bora, I'm not feeling those. <laughs> Neptune beats. No, no. Let's, yeah. do you have it? Uh, yeah, yeah I, let, let's play. Uh, I don't think I do. Which one is it? Or which one? Yeah, yeah we didn't put it on. Sorry. Just, just, just picture. There you go. There you go. That's definitely <laughs> loop that right there. <laughs> just imagine that, and then Royce spitting over. I mean, Royce's lyrics over it are pretty dope, but no, yeah, it's just it. It was that era, right? Those were those sounds back then too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's right, one of the yeah. reasons I chose the album again is because those Nep- Neptune's tracks aren't clips, clips, you know, clips the on there. Came out too, yeah. in two thousand two. There you go. You know, absolutely. They were, so it makes sense that they were guest starring on each other's stuff, helping yeah, push. You know, it yep. sounds like that whole that whole era. Yeah, clips. Who else came out? Dude, they uh, had uh, Jay Z had the, the was it Blueprint? Yeah. It was Blueprint. Oh yeah, oh, I love that album. Dude. Yeah, me too. And then there's some underground bangers too that came out that year, like Fantastic Damage. With LP. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, LP. That was an LP. It was Arrow from Black Black Alicious. Uh, oh album. yeah, Black Alicious. Yeah. That was oh, that was that was Future such a good album, out, dude. I fathom from Mr. Live. Dude, let's go. Mr. Live, man, I haven't heard that name in you a little just, while. You reminded me of how much money I spent on albums <laughs> back then. <laughs> you remind me good. You reminded me how much time I spent on Napster downloading albums. But, uh, <laughs> albums at the same time too. Uh, you know, uh, that's, that's honestly where I got a lot of those the underground obscure. Yep, that, absolutely. You know, no one knew about really. But yep. that's when you could actually buy an album, listen to it from like beginning to end. You go to Sam really Goody, fucking good media play. Dude, so much <laughs> stuff came out, man. So, Slum so Billy. I'm glad you're bringing this. Oh man, Slumville. That's another one I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up eventually. But uh, that's one of the reasons I chose this too because this is an era I call a platinum era. Okay, so, so I've got uh, th- different people have their own kind of dissections of the the age ages of hip hop, right? So for me, it's the Genesis when you got you know the classic, the Cool Herc when it was just DJs, Spinner Records. Um, so you got the Genesis. Which moved on to the golden golden age, you know, uh, Sugar Hill Gang, Run DMC. Um, at the very end of that, you've got Big Daddy Kane, oh, yeah, right? So in that golden age, and then after the golden age, Paris One, Rock Him. You've got the uh, the Enlightened Age, right? So early then it was that's the like Nas, early night, early nineties. When Nas was really young, 
Um, Mob so, Deep. They, well, and then then you got after the Enlightened Age, the Gangsta Age, right? So oh, when all yeah. the all the West Coast hip hop yeah. hit, well, yeah. that's what they were saying too. Because he got signed to Tommy Boy in '99, right? And when you think of Tommy Boy and all the people they had, they had like De La Soul and some other people on that label. So they were Cypress like down Hill. below. Yeah, Cypress Hill, what, huh. Beastie Boys, dude. Just like Tommy know. Boy. Oh right. man, that was a big. But aside from that, you know, I was just saying that he got signed back then. And now I've lost my train of thought too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so Gangsta Era. Then gangsta Era. Gangsta Era. And then that's when the Platinum Era hit, after the Gangsta Era, right? Okay. And then after the Platinum Era, we're in the Modern Age, which is basically are, are it's the pop era. Are you just calling Platinum Era because they were selling so many? <laughs> nope. I'm calling it Platinum because they wore fucking Platinum uh, chains. Okay. Jewelry. Jewelry? And because you had the Golden Age, uh-huh. so later you got oh, the Platinum oh. Age. So. Okay, I get it. So that. that's how I break it down. That's how, I, and this is is in the platinum age, right? So this is like um, after the the really good shit of like the late nineties, right, right. And this was kind of the end end of that, and then you know right before the the modern age, which right now someone say jury, that's where we're in jury, Rocky Yo Ice, yeah. But back to that, like I I was looking up something too, and I mentioned that at he had to deal with Tommy Boy, right? But he also had an offer on the table from yeah. Math. You know, right? Uh, not as which it was money, low, but it was like all the beats that you can right, get from Dre, right? right? Yes, yes. Which he later says that he kind of regrets that he took Tommy Boy deal, but like I was saying, they had everybody, uh, Method Man, RZA. You know what I'm saying? They had. He like, wrote actually some of that, uh, that. You think you're gonna blow with that label? Maybe you know, right? Right. I mean, aftermath, like there's so many people signed and never got an album you're right. out. So it's like, true. Them too, and yeah, it's a ton of people. Yeah. Like, uh, and that was at the beginning. Well, aftermath had been established for a couple years, but it was still new. It wasn't, you know, established like it is now. It's like it yeah. made a huge, you know. Ben, I think Dre was just didn't want to put albums that he didn't like, so he just wouldn't put them out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure. He probably yeah. was. Even, I honestly thought his aftermath. He was sinking till he got he found M, dude. If it wasn't oh, for yeah, M, yeah. it sparked up yeah. his career. You basically. know what? I, I, that, that's true. While that's true, I still think he would have been so successful. No, man. Af- I mean, maybe, but aftermath was it was bad. It was bad. Like the city they came out with, I think. Yeah, maybe they did. maybe there was there was one was the firm. The firm because he was that on after that. Wow, after that's on his yeah. lyrics. He says, "Yeah, you think you think it flops? Whatever, what else he goes into? Well, huh, that surprised me. The first, oh, he, actually, you I know what's funny? You say that the Dre really came out right. Yeah, it did. It yeah, did. it did. Oh, mm-hmm. it did. And Dre, Dre is featured on one of those songs, huh? Yeah, he's on one of those songs. He raps on it. I'm talking about Dre. The 2001 produced it. Royce the Five Nine was one of the ghostwriters. I don't know. For, really? Yeah. One of oh, those yeah. That's, for, for, man, that's funny. I, I heard, I'm hearing this stuff. I'm glad you're saying that. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, going back to the ages, we're talking about Dr. Dre. Guess who is, has been part of four of those major ages, uh, eras? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. He's been in Pivotal. He was in the gold, the Golden Age when it was with World Class Wrecking Crew. He, was, yeah. he went through the Enlightened Age where he was still kind of behind the scenes, but did was doing work finding artists. Basically started the Gangsta Age. Yeah, went into the platinum age, and he's in the modern age right now. How about the other Doctor Dre? Remember? Do you guys remember the other, other the real doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah, Doctor yeah. Dre stole Doctor Dre's name, right? Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Yeah, Ed Lover. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're right. You see, to me, when that dude, man, you brought up an old memory because I used to have that thought also. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like, Dr. Dre. like, why is there two Doctor Dre's? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah people's names. Watching uh, what was what was the Yo the, TV raps? Yo, Yo on TV raps. Yeah, which they just kind of redid a little recently. Oh, but, really? Uh, just a couple. I think just a couple episodes. Yeah, but man. I didn't have cable classic. back then, so I, I missed that. 
sound off. Oh, man, I used to watch Yo MTV yeah, Raps. I know I would have watched that shit. It was like my parents' friends, the, you know, they had cable uh, and yeah. being at the house and watching it, being a little young kid. Hell, yeah. I, I was just watching The Box. The Box. Now <laughs> you rock The Box. Dude, that's so funny. Well, it was like that one summer where that Coolio song just played over. And over <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Everyone just kept that was requesting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 24 7 yeah, Coolio. Yeah, Coolio. It's a Coolio channel. School, you can catch Coolio. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> After hours, Coolio. Let's uh we're gonna we're gonna take a break real quick and we'll come back with uh with some discussions. we're back thank you for sticking with us uh let's uh let's chat a little bit let's chat yeah let's talk about uh our guest uh our feelings he's a little artsy dude <laughs> and uh <laughs> you ain't artsier than me because i was it because nah. he drink chai tea but uh yeah he's been doing some uh clothing stuff uh what's that all some about apparel yeah, yeah tell us about it yeah well you know um the way i got into this is that i started to learn how to screen print uh, I started apprenticing for a little bit. I got help from a friend, uh, Ben Poole, who was doing it. He asked if I would like come and help out and learn, which I wanted to, because you know, just I always grew up drawing as a little kid. You know, I grew up uh, by myself for a while, just like, and I got really into comic books and everything. So that artistic aspect, like, as it carried on later in my life, I was like, I want to kind of apply that to something, maybe make something of it. And when I thought about screen printing, I saw it as like a viable means to like have my art presented and also maybe people buy it, whether it's like uh, screen printing, like, you know, paper prints. But then it started getting more into T-shirts and apparel, more into graphic arts, more into logos. Nice. Uh, then just trying to put everything together, you know, like, I think that's what we all do, right? As we, we, we grow, we see what we're good at, what we really enjoy and how we can apply it to something that we like. Uh, so I got into screen printing, learning things from the ground up, doing things by hand, uh, learn more of like the graphic, uh, aspect, you know, through like computer manipulations and things and just, uh, just learning from others too, you know, but this brand, the embassy kind of comes from all that. And it just comes from the background of like, you know, things I personally like, you know, which is like, you know, hip hop, what we're yeah. doing here today, yeah, you know, these sure. things, these commonalities of like art that comes with it, you know, those, those, all those things, uh, the music sounds, the appeal, the aesthetics, uh, uh, all incorporated from that into this brand. And so that's why it's kind of like a, a brand, but in aesthetics, it's kind of like uh, the, you know, just visions and ideas. But aside from that, it's just me just having fun with it. Uh, my our friend Kevin, you know, Kevin Space Age used to Abacus go by Abacus A1. Yeah, you know me and Jose, we used to all be in the group with him, uh, with DJ Goober, this guy Bo. Um, but uh, we just been in contact. He lives in Arkansas, but he's been just like helping me out. What does what does he do? So he he helps out with the with the embassy line. Yeah, he helps out with the embassy line, man. He gives me some like. Uh, you know, we just share ideas, kind of like how we used to do music, you know, just kind of bounce off each other, you know, being the same vibe, same vein. Uh, he kind of he helps me out and we just get things going and uh, I just have fun. You know, the aesthetics, too, is I like soccer. I like, you know, I like sports, just those things that we're into. And it's kind of developed into this thing. But 
little by little, you know, it's the first year that I've actually tried to do something with it. And uh, so far, it's going good, you know, and I, I see some, like, good feedback. So I'm what's, happy to do it. What's the uh, what's the significance behind the embassy? So, yeah, you know, it's that that funny. My parents are from El Salvador, so... Yeah, there's a huge American embassy down there, you know, and the idea, it just came to me. I don't know. Just like I thought it's a cool name first, the embassy. I'm like, I got to have a yeah. cool name. You yeah, know? So for good. sure. It's powerful, elegant. It's, yeah, it's, cool. it's smooth. Yeah. Uh, then that's what incorporated the TH dot in front of it because um, I was going to put the like T-H-E embassy. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to, you know, switch it up a little bit. And that kind of came about the idea of them. And this whole thing of them and like the embassy, the the U.S. or the us, it's kind of like a throw off of the USA, like the embassy USA. But then it's like them as in other people and then us and, you know, this whole, you know, dynamic that they have that it seems like the embassy when another country has an embassy in your country and stuff, you know, but you're like everywhere. You know, I was wondering about that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, because it's really, I think it's really evident. Like once, you know, our listeners kind of check out, by the way, do you guys have a a side Instagram? Oh yeah. Yeah. So everything right now is on Instagram. Uh, The IG, the handle is uh, at the TH dot embassy, everything uh, lowercase underscore us. Uh, You can find us on there, you know, just doing little edits, quick flipping things. Just doing stuff that's cool and having fun with it, you know. You but on this website or anything that you uh, not at the moment. We just kind of hopefully by the beginning of the year that's something to work on, you know. Um, it, it started out with just me kind of doing everything and from the ground up, like um, hand printing and the designing and all that stuff in between, taking time and also, you know, um, I just got married recently last year to my wife Misty, and we have a little one now, yes, six months old, and you know. Jazz, you know how that is, right? Yep. Just like I'm I'm a new father, so like trying to find time for all that and then do this on the side that is not like your normal nine to five, you know? Find time for so things kinda come slow, but I'm gonna get that website going. That way it's a lot easier for everybody to kinda stay more in touch and plugged into the things that we're dropping and you know, just cool things that we keep keep doing. That Instagram though, man, when when our listeners check it out, they'll 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 see what, what you're talking about when you describe you know the them and us it's, it's really evident it's 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 like it's powerful it has style so much style. you know that's Thank what i like you. about it i wish yeah. i had that kind of eye for anything dude you know yeah it's just one of those things i just it just kind of comes about you know i think we're all creative in our own ways right and uh for me this just kind of comes more naturally so you know i just pop off with all these ideas but sometimes it's just like anything it's hard to get around to them all you know so yeah it's but. it's fly like because you've always been a fly guy right <laughs> yeah, hey, man, i appreciate the comments, yeah, the comments bro, i've always you know? thought that hey thank so, you guys uh, uh, real question you know, when can i be the plus model for your guys <laughs> the plus size <laughs> <laughs> big and tall section <laughs> Wait, man, yeah that's a that's a niche market dude we haven't really tucked into but you know i think you're onto something bro uh, yeah, man, good, i dude. mean you gotta you know get those double xls for those bigger dude. bigger dudes gotta you know what i'm saying the homies dude. well Beautiful. Well, you were talking about your art a little bit. What uh, specifically? You mentioned that you were drawing, painting a little bit. What kind of mediums do you do you work in? I, I, I feel more. I call myself more like an illustrator, uh, pen and paper. Yeah, that's, that's my jam. You know? Pen, huh? Yeah, pen. You know, what kind of pens do you like? Yeah, big pen, just simple stuff. You know, uh, it all kind of just from there. Big dude, I love those big pens too, man. They just some how they roll the ink. You can play, yep. get some good shading, but that's just something like I think comes with being young and having those are the only things close that's what you have access to yeah yep. and so um you know uh 
painting, you know, I don't do as much of, but I do enjoy um, like canvas painting with like acrylics oils. But uh, it's like different. I, I like more of the tightness of illustration. Me too. Like, and having my pen just being able to do what I want it to do in certain aspects, you know. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I like. I know what you mean. Like with with painting, um, there's a challenge in in kind of separating one section of of color with another. Like it takes years to kind of get used to how the the paint interacts with each yeah, other. You know what I mean? Practice that goes into those things. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So I feel you on the on the the, the pen. I love pencil too, man. Got to love pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing <laughs> a few uh, what you call paintings in some uh, restaurants or galleries right, or yeah, what was know, that? Just kind of doing that on the side, you know. Just uh, I think, like I said, just trying to expand on the things that I enjoy doing and that I may have some uh, skill in. And just kind of making it work for me, you know. So yeah, I have done some uh, murals inside picking a jelly jar up in Holiday, you know. Uh, Amy, the owner, she has two other locations: one downtown Salt Lake. You know, I re- recommend to go eat their food. What's it's the name of it? Jelly uh, pig in a jelly jar. Pig in a jelly jar. If you brunch hard, bro, those are the spots to go to. You know, they have one in Ogden too. You know, I like brunch hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, son, you he is the. Hard. Hey, you live in the city, bro. You brunch hard. And <laughs> he is the. He is the plus size. Yeah, we go to the park cafe. Oh, around up the house park cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. So, but anyways, aside that, yeah, just keep him busy. You know, but that's the hard thing. And you know? I have a little one, and I love the guy, and so finding time for everything. You know kind of gets all squeezed in but man everything's been fun it's been a great ride and i do it also too because like i like uh it's kind of like i can gift my clothing out to people too like the homies like you know it's cool he brought me a jacket today fresh yeah we got hats yeah you know and i just like it's fun it's like gifting too you know just keeping things within my homies and having something to do stuff you guys are the ones that kind of help push this in a sense too so you know so it's cool it's dope I give you beers. Give me two beers. Hey man, it works out. Bora gives good hand jobs. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> those hand jobs are worth quite a bit. So you gotta work a little something out. But there's value in those. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just getting off. It's an experience. You know? <laughs> the boyfriend experience. Oh, he likes to cuddle. <laughs> That's cool though. Like uh, I'm glad you're creating. You know, that's that's the dream is to create something for yourself. You know, instead of yeah. working the nine to five. I mean, I know, I know you. That's what you're doing too. But like, to, if you could do spin it off, and you're actually making moves towards that, that's yeah. great. You know, yeah. it's, it's doing beautiful. Shit you like, too. Yeah. Thank you. yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. A good positive, man. Yeah, like I said, you know, you guys are inspiration. I found myself in a good spot uh, where I have like equipment. I'm learning these things that I can apply to the apparel. You know, since I work you know, at a screen print place. But, man, yeah, you know, that's life, right? We just find ourselves in these things. Uh, if it's not us, like, when we're doing music or something, but just staying creative, you know, to to keep that life, you know, the other side of life going in us. Yep, absolutely. Yep. You you mentioned that, uh, you mentioned music. So, obviously, you're an MC, yeah. right? Yeah, we, right? We should start a cypher right now. We're all MC. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, yeah, not me. Yeah, boy, go ahead, bro. Yeah, that's not cool anymore, right? That's like the old man thing, right? We're old though. We're like old MCs, right? Yeah, we're grandpa. That is so grandpa's man. Well, you got nowadays. You're supposed to. You got to sing like Lil Yachty, and you got to get out of tune. You got to do. Nobody, nobody freestyles though, right? Or the kids still freestyle? No, they still freestyle. It's just part part of culture. Different 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 I mean, styles. you know, there's groups and pockets of everything. You know, yeah. yeah. But battling's not a thing then, right? In a sense, because.
because battling is. I, I think it is. Yeah. Still. Well, I mean, oh, you're right. You're right. I'm, I guess I'm, when I'm saying this, I'm thinking about locally. I guess you know, definitely mm. huge. Battling's still huge. I'm yeah, pretty I, I sure it happens. We just we're companies. not in the loop because we're old men. Because we're old men. I think it's more niche. You know, like yeah. Well, there's just so much shit out there now. Everything's niche. You know, like. Yeah, there's unlimited content. It's yeah, nuts. yeah. How yeah. do you guys, you know, think about all that? As far as that, what battling? Yeah, I mean, just this idea of like us getting old, and that's that old sound now, you know, and like, or the how even like we can't do anything. <laughs> I feel like that. my dad, you know, when your dad yeah. comes in the room, like, what are you listening to? I do it to my nephews when they're like listening to like little pump and little. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they're just <laughs> like, I'm like, you guys gotta listen to this. And I tell them I'm like, this is this is fucking. Dad hip hop, you gotta listen to this grandpa mm, hip hop, man. They were like, little Yachty, he's, he's lit, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lit up this fucking phone of yours if you keep this shit up. But yeah, I feel like my dad, man, just always yelling at my nephews because of it. But I mean, it's a progression, there, right? Hey, yeah, there's times that I was like, you know what, fuck, I gotta listen to this. You know, just maybe sometimes some of it's good. Too. Some of it, too. Yeah. occasionally yeah. you find it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it always has to evolve, man. Just kind of like you say, you're talking about those eras, right? Like the Enlightenment, this and that. But like from sounds from like what Grandmaster Flash to like Rockin, those were, just, you know, yeah, different sounds and the lyrical this and that, whatever. But now it's just kind of that evolving. And, yeah, I also think about it too. It got to a point where it's so super lyrical on one side of the spectrum. The only way it could go is probably the opposite end, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Right now, you know, yeah. it's already run that gamut of being like that, like lyricists taking it to to the point where it's like, man, almost everything's been said right in a certain way and flipped, and it's just like, but you know, I, I feel like so what hip hop is now or what rap music is now is it's evolved into something that's not based on a culture. The culture of it is gone. You're right. And and when I when I listen to that kind of modern shit, you mentioned Lil Yachty, and you know when I listen to that shit, um, it's fine. It's music, but there's no there's not the culture behind it. The culture behind it is you know money and girls and chicks, which like traditions and stuff. Well, I'm, you know, yeah, the like the basic culture of of hip hop, the the you know the four elements or whatever. Um, a lot of that was lost. It's, it's totally different. It's a it's a completely different thing now. You know what I mean? It's evolved in something that's not. That hip hop culture, yeah. which, which is fine. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah. It's, it's, do you think it's just something that we cared about? Because that was our era, right? It's like internet culture now. Because before we didn't have shit, so everyone would meet up and, you know, oh, you're right. so you'd meet up with all the B boys and all the DJs and skaters, whatever. And yeah, because you would try to bring different, yeah, crowds. Yeah, and so now it, they don't do that shit anymore. Like, it's just fucking everything's internet, Instagram, Twitter, but. Mm-hmm. Flyers, remember those things? Post them around oh, yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Flyers were the dope yeah. thing. Shit to do, we go to the mall and then you know you see people doing shit and it's like, oh, that's cool, man. He's fucking freestyling and shit, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, Dusk making some cool flyers for all of our shows. Yeah. So that, for the people that don't know, Charles did mention it earlier that, uh, our sorry, Apple Stem, that me, him, and Bo York, well, eight Goobers, was it back in the it was, day? Yeah, DJ Goobers. DJ Goobers. Advocates eighty one. What's Advocates is eighty one's new name now? He goes by Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. So, yeah, we used to Simps. be called Blue Car Theory back in the day. And blue, 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 blue collar theory. Blue collar theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was dope. And it was I, fun. We used to do a lot of man. shows. Man, hey, do you have any of those tracks? Yeah, man, I'm like the archive, bro. Yeah. You got you them on your phone? We should play it at the Yo, end, let's, let's, end of the last episode, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. I was going to say play it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, right now. Well, we, we don't have the hookups. Nah, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Anyways. But anyways. Yeah, we'll play one out. Yeah, you know. We used to do that too. That's kind of how me and Jose gained our good friendship. I mean, we were always friends. I knew his uh, uncle, 
right, Carlos? Was he on your cousin? My cousin. Your cousin, cousin, sorry. Uh, but yeah, good friends with Carlos, got to meet Jose. And through that, you know, just growing up and having that hip hop intact made us you know, that much uh, better friends and best friends, you know, and we did that group together. So uh, he was the first person I thought about when Kevin approached me with maybe doing something because Kevin got approached by Dusk, you know, who gave us the jump off because uh, I don't know how they met, but he knew that Kevin made beats and Kevin played him some beats and like, dope started you know just uh becoming friends through that and then kevin came to me and this is when i was living with him for a minute after i came back in chicago so it'd be like 2001 maybe maybe even around when this album royce the 59 came out 2002 2002 yeah yeah you know um we lived together and obviously that's when i was saying like underground hip-hop was our passion you know uh that's kind of how we met too, just through the same love of that stuff and, you know, beats and lyricists and Kevin was producing back then or he had some, like, I forgot what he had, some samplers, some Kaiser, I don't know what he had. Fruity anyway, Loops. But yeah, well, that's what he used, most of the, all the blue collar beats were oh, off that. Fruity yeah. Loops. That's Matt's bread and butter back in the day too. It was, was, back then, though, right? Fuck yeah, dude. Well, things like so, that too, so versatile. changes too, though, right? Because of the equipment, the changes, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. That is absolutely right. So, with all those things, you know? But, yeah, hip-hop, right? I mean, it's like everybody can say they're in a hip-hop group or has some sort of ties to something like that. Like, I was a b-boy, I was a graph writer, right? But that's kind of like the culture that we're in where you don't have to hear that necessarily nowadays. Like you're saying with uh, new age kids or new age rappers, it's just the rappers, you know? They're, they're just singers, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they just want to be social media stars. Yeah, really. It's all about. It's all about. Right. Just YouTube self propagation. Whatever, you know? Dude, okay. it's self promotion, but it works, man. Yeah, it's it works. crazy. People man. like that. That's what's up. Yeah. I don't know. It's where we're at, right? Yeah. yeah. Good for them in a sense. But. Yeah, it's easier, you know. Yeah, it is good for them. It's like the tools they have now, and they're just using it to its max capacity, you know. But. Yep. Definitely old man here. <laughs> Break. So yeah, all right. So let's uh, we're gonna take a little break. Uh, we'll uh, we'll play. Maybe we'll play something, and uh, we'll check you guys in a minute. Peace. Uh. Boom. Coming back, so that's uh, off the Rock City. That's Boom, Royce the Five Nine. That's my favorite song on there with DJ Premier. Uh, what you guys think about that song? I love it. That, that that's my favorite song. That's also. the joint, man. That's what yeah. we we're talking. Hell yeah, one of my. That's one of the reasons I chose it. Do we all agree that's that's all of our favorite songs? Because that's my favorite song. That's the favorite song. Yeah. yeah. For, be, for me, I like Life. Life is my favorite song on the album. Okay. But uh, th- that was this one's right up there. Th- those two songs were were really 
another reason that I chose the album because goddamn that beat right there. Yeah. And his lyrics, dude. I mean, oh, that song alone puts him on par with any MC. Oh yeah. No, out dude, there. Those eight bars coming. Oh my gosh, destroyed him, right? Yeah, man. Fire. Just the whole the whole uh, symbol of you know a bomb. Yeah. And the song boom tick tick I just mm. just all together just so hard. Yeah, the lyrics that he spits mm. on there are fucking mean, man. So Everything vicious. he does, the way like uh, some of his punchlines, I know I I can't I can't think of it, but it's uh, oh yeah, it's like um, what does it say? When the hammer slaps on the bullet, on, okay, it's not that way. So it says you wind up in a room full of my dogs. I have you feeling like a fire hydrant in a room full of dogs, and then he pauses for a second. Like usually, like the punchlines, like immediately afterwards. And he pauses. He says, "So, so come now, get pissed on, shitted on, because you already knew it was coming." What he was trying to like reference, but it was kind of like a slow like punchline. I thought that was also hard. Hell yeah! And towards the end too, he's like, he's like, he's like, you don't talk, you don't speak, you don't miss miss a motherfucking line or something like. It's like, dude, this shit's this is fire. You listen to this, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just that 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 whole. This whole song is just fucking bars. Yep. There's no weak moment in it either. It's it's all fire from from, from the first word mm-hmm. that he spits all the way to the end. Yeah, for sure. And that primo beat, it's so fucking good. Like no one does it. Like you could try to make a primo beat. That's so You're hard. not gonna do it. Nah, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it's it's when you as an MC too. It's when you hear something like that. That's just so on another level. You just want to emulate it. You just exactly. Try to it You're just like, yeah. How? What was he flipping there? Like, where are these syllables tying in together? Because it's just, he's just popping them off, like in the middle. Like, uh, for example, like I was saying, man, the way he just comes in, he's like, I'm the verbal spit Smith's wet. Smith, <laughs> uh, Smith and Wesson. I unload the six bit. A quick wick could split a split second. second. That's mm-hmm. right? Sick. Dude, that's just sick, dude. And he got that tick tick on, like you were saying, man. Tick, tick, the bomb tick, with the lit boom. wit expression. Dude, just like, you know, when you hear stuff like that, you just start modeling. You want to learn more, you know, you want to uh, uh, be better at your craft. When the MC just, that, that's what I'm saying. When he came out with that song, you're just like, yo, he's that the next big thing, like he said, right? Mm. Yeah, I think he, he knew he was going to be on a premiere beat, so he's like, dude, I need to come correct with this. Yeah. And I think that was his first, like, premiere beat in mm-hmm. his own. And he fucking murdered Midas that touch. Shit. His, his timing, man, his timing, just like you were mentioning, and his delivery of his punchlines are just in the pocket. Boom. Right in the pocket. He never leaves the pocket, man. Never. He is always right on the pocket. Yeah, and that's something you have to learn, right? Like, it is, man. As an MC, like that's that's to. one of my it doesn't my, come the things I've been, you know, trying to work on ever since I started writing, you yeah. know, it's like it's difficult to just nail that pocket and he doesn't. Yeah, it's a talent for sure. To have work. Here, right? So we're I, I think I think if we all Rated our shots just on this song. It'd probably be a five shot song, right? All around. Uh, yeah. Look, um, look, yeah. I'm gonna say five yeah, shots if that was just the song, just <laughs> the song, just the song, <laughs> right? Yeah. I still get, can't can't get past some of the songs. Some of the songs are uh, dated. Yeah. Like what? Like, like what do you what do you, what do you I, think? I think of the that Trackmasters one. You know, like we we're saying. Which one? Too. Which one is it? Oh man, which one is it? I gotta uh, check yeah. that out. I gotta look it up. Do you want? Do you want another song? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to play any of those, boy? Yeah, I'm gonna play Nickel Nine. A man is defined by his Catch my drift, my drift, my drift. I got to keep it broke, yo. The most anticipated. I got to keep it broke, yo. My, it's 
there for me. We like brothers. Over the years, we've grown close, just like one another. I got a lot of friends, none as loyal as him. I give a lot of love, none as spoiled as him. The one friend you always want to be nice to. Besides, you kept me out of trouble in high school. Close and distant and hard in most positions. He knows and listens and needs no description. Hang with two nuts that can always depend on each other when one of them's feeling used up. Uh, born at the same time in the same place. Twins with the same mom, but not the same face. Fatigue from the same games. We got to equally maintain. We feed from the same brain. Another premiere. Uh, the premiere track right there dude if he just stuck with premiere joints i mean the, the whole thing the whole thing yeah man. like he would have been one of the dopest artists out you know mcs lyricists whatever you call it i mean yeah well i mean that's why they got that prime together i think they realized that yeah right? yeah absolutely but you know that was it was i think it was a, a decision not to do that you know what i mean i think yeah, this is his native was, style was, right here this is his native style yeah. but then he he, he kind of crossed over the lines with uh with the neptunes beats that we're, we're all we're all kind of i think and like we were saying talking that about period you know right? and it was absolutely it was like a it's hot a good shit. marketing thing you know if you're signed you got to do certain things you know to but man i don't like any of the tracks that neptunes <laughs> produced on God, this man no not at all I mean, he's good on him. He's good in him, but the, just the songs overall, the clip. Yeah. I, I don't like the clips either, man. Like even their modern shit, I just can't. I can't dig. I, I do like the clips. Right. Yeah, I no. don't like any of these beats. Yeah, I didn't like the clips, but I like uh, what's his name? Uh, what what's what's the guy's name? Shit. Pusha T. Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah, 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 his stuff is fucking. His single shit's fucking really good. Yeah, no. and then his brother Malice, right? They were Malice. both on that track. Couple. Malice. Oh yeah. Malice, oh, yeah, yeah. Malice quit hip hop. Yeah, he's done. He's yeah, he quit. Or something. Yeah. Born he found again. God. Yeah, God, what seems to happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, but, but, uh, yeah, Nickel Nine, man, that's a that's that's another dope track. I don't, I don't know if I really ever heard that song. Yeah, you know, I mean, I slept on that. that, The beat sounds kind of familiar, but I don't remember. If I would have heard that back in the day when it came out, I'm like, oh, you know, that would have been in my rotation for sure. Oh, I had that. I had that right. I definitely had that in my rotation. That was uh, another another great track. What about you, Charles? Any any of uh. Apple Stem, anything stick out? Any one, of the, any of those songs you wanna you wanna visit? Man, you know those are all the good ones that I like. You know, you did mention that life one. Uh, I also like that more for the lyricism. The you know the beat wasn't wouldn't been in my selection, but it has to be together. That's what made that song. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. Let me let me talk about life a little bit. That's uh, that's my favorite track on this album. Um, you know, I feel differently about the beat than you. I think that beat is a masterpiece. Uh, yeah. Let's play it. Yeah, let's let's put, put that on. Come here, Royce. Teach you to have sense and a respect a dollar. Hope for the best, and you'll see your world will be solid. I'ma teach you the truth, even behind worldly logic. This is 
cut and dry. Days is bright, nights is dark. Fights can spark. It's almost like to get ahead, you gotta be twice as smart. The realities of life is harsh. Yo, just know that God's keeping you level. He'll even speak through the ghetto to reach you. Just to teach you that the streets is the devil. Everybody's design is different, which means that we're dying by living. Oblivious to the time that we're given. So you don't prepare. So that was that was life. Uh, when I first heard that that track, uh, man, it hit me instantly. I mean, it was right. It was right after this album came came out, and it was uh, the the track on this album that kept, that stayed with me always. I mean, I have I have some of the other ones like Boom in my rotation, but man, that shit struck me so hard, and and it kind of let me see into the future a little bit about how how I'm gonna teach my son. You know, when he's coming, because he's yeah, speaking definitely. directly to his son, um, and you know, years what ten, fifteen years later, when I was writing. Songs about my son. I, I thought back to this uh, about some of the, some of the lessons that that he goes into. Um, I'm gonna read some of the lyrics here uh, because it's it's really powerful. Um, he says, "Yo, the whole world is upon you. The pressure is on, and you can probably sum your life up the best when you're gone." It's just like a you know really powerful lesson about uh, you know going through life, and and you can sum it up the best when you're gone because hindsight. You get 2020 vision, you know what I mean, and and that's that's a powerful lesson. Um, something that I want to share with my son. You know, you got to live in the present. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like you won't be able to you won't be able to learn the lessons as you're going through them. You have to go through them and then you look have back. To go through them, man. So it's, it's and there's say. so many powerful lessons here, and and that's kind of that's another reason I want to bring it up since Charles is a new father here, right? Yeah, so we're, we're the two papas. So uh, I feel like uh, you know if you listen to these lyrics and kind of apply it to your own life it's it's, right. it's a really powerful thing it's a constant topic yeah i've heard it in a few other songs you know uh after this album from 2002 going forward he does always relate to those things about his family yeah he, you know he's a good lyricist man he just knows how to put and conceptualize those ideas you know mm -hmm. can relate to him you know and that that makes a good mc right there right absolutely so are you guys gonna write a song for your sons or what <laughs> i've already got some man yeah oh yeah what are they called um, one's called The Map. Um, again, I use this song as kind of a template. Uh -huh. uh, not really intentionally, but I just kind of did. Uh, the Map, you know, just uh, providing my son a map for getting into the future. You know, just talking about setting your goals and cool. stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good yeah, and I've, I've got some other ones, too. <laughs> it's, 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 you you just, got one called Boots. <laughs> boots. You got to wear your you boots on. You got The on. Map, you got Boots, and then you just need Dora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dora. I'm lost. <laughs> it's just it's little kid shit. Well, he doesn't watch the door, man. That's yeah, fucking. Yeah, that's like five years ago. Yeah, that's true. so five years ago, bro. <laughs> he watches fucking Ninjago and shit. Well, you're always calling me Bora the Explorer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this all makes sense now. He's like, oh, okay. Bora the Explorer. I like, that, I like to explore hip hop. So, nice, nice. All right. Any um, other tracks we wanna we wanna go over on this no. album? No, no man. There's one more I wanted to bring up. Oh, are we going? We're finishing up the album. Oh no! I mean, is there something you want to? No, let's go ahead and finish up the album. Then we can go on our topic. Yeah, um, I want to play King of Kings. Okay, let's do this. Let me school you. Yo, to all my hungry disciples. Listen, I love that. Vocal, what you singing? Listen, the hungry kings, kings, kings. The hungry. Let me school you for a minute. Blackout. 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 Blackout.
angel from the lost spike headband. Mark that man. What? Innermost thoughts locked, dangling from across. What? The hotter the heart, the harder. Wept up, crucified with my chest up. Felt forsaken by the father. Wounded rebels. Ooh. In Jerusalem, getting picked on what? and whipped by the goons of the devil. Black man, five foot nine. See the thorn when he stares out with wool hair and feet of bronze. What? Bird stick, a black staff with brown handle. What? Backtrack my first kicks. So that track is King of Kings. It it uh, he tells the story of Jesus. Dang, that bangs though. I slept on that one too. That one bangs. Yeah, that beat is uh, really ethereal and just it, especially for that time, it was it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? It's like at that time there was a couple of tracks like Eminem using the uh, you know on the uh, what the hell is it called uh, where he uses that girl's vocals, the Irish girl's vocals. Oh. Uh. The, it's Dido. like, yeah, yeah, he uses that that old sample. Um, but it was still a little bit new. Not a lot of Dido. people did Dido. that, but they did Dido. that here. Dido, right? Dido. 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 So anyways, Dido. I guess you could consider this as a folk song because he's telling the story oh, of Christ. You know right, what I'm man. saying? So it's it's um, really powerful. Well done, man. I like the wording of it. It's really, you have to really think about what he's talking about and think about the story of the Bible. And it's it's fascinating, man. It's really, really polished true wordsmith right you know yeah the, yep. when you think about it too for this album uh the body of work how the versatility that it, it, with boom and other things by premiere more of those underground raw sounding beats how like you say he just kind of rips into him raw you know and like he just has that that's just his style this vein right but then yep. he, he switches it up for some of those like for the track masters the neptunes that song with twister right and then doing the double oh time yeah flow, the track with twister and he did that double time yeah, flow was really did it really good man yeah you know and show he's just flexing his skill yeah he's shown his right? versatility because that's his, this is his first album right uh, it? yeah it was yep yeah, it was yeah, his okay. first official album yeah because he didn't do one with tommy boy right it's just yep. columbia records that's this what this one label was on absolutely I mean, on that label but yeah man like uh it, it, some of it too for being 2002 I mean still doesn't sound that distant you know yeah. 15 years ago you know some of those songs still you, like we just playing that one uh, it sounds pretty real. I mean yeah you could listen to that and somebody could told you it just dropped yesterday and you right. wouldn't know because wouldn't the, know. the sounds on it aren't dated exactly yep. exactly that's absolutely true um, yeah and that song with Twista I mean that's totally the, the times some fire too yeah, it, but it's so good man yeah he was definitely trying to do that like Quick speed shit matched yeah. it up with Twist on and that's that. hard, You could you tell know, you was MC, going with that. We all know too. that. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's definitely. Yeah. It, throughout the whole beat, just nail it like that. You know what's funny? That's how I started rapping. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Started rapping. Yeah, you guys want to hear my first? That like my first official. Speedy, my yeah, first official, bro. Quick. I can't remember it, man. Fuck. I can envision. Let me just say. Better rap quick if you rap with me. Representing SLC. But 26 to make you plea uh, In other words It's simplify If you trip Then you die Mom saying Why I why Fucking with Jesus I ain't your life Never just With gangsta strike <laughs> I can't even remember The rest of it Stuff like that though. <laughs> Yeah you actually Did have the double time When you were younger Oh that's funny Love it I, I still I still been wanting to go back to that a little bit. It's been a while. <laughs> How do you think you guys cut on to Royce? Like what you know, where do you think you guys first like Man. I'm sure it's boom. Right? Yeah. So I was following everything Primo did, so Yeah, where it has to be. Yeah. Uh Royce, shit. Not till later. Yeah. Apparently what? that's a like slaughterhouse stuff when that came out. Yeah, so, right. really? And that's the other thing. He yeah. does a lot of stuff, right? I mean yeah. he's just in a lot of groups. Mm-hmm. And you know, side just, projects. 
Yeah, I didn't follow him till later, later, later. Yeah, so, I, so I heard a few. I think one or two of these tracks leaked before the because the, the album was in production for a long time, yeah, right? Three years. So a couple of these leaked, and then you know, just I think through like Eminem and Slum Village and just kind of like that Detroit hip hop. Um, I yeah. I heard about it. I heard about it, and instantly he became one of my one of my favorite rappers of the time because he was a little bit different. I mean, it was it was not really common at this time to have a really lyrical artist that kind of broke into you know the, and the he was trying to do the some popular songs, music right trying to be more, yeah it was difficult back then i mean it was, it was like i said it was the beginning of the platinum age when you have you know puff puff daddy and and mace you know yeah. didn't he like ghostwriter for puff also yeah yeah you know, really? i've heard that ghostwriter for a bunch of people yeah and yeah i've heard that he does such a did versatile that. artist too like he was saying something like uh he would he's produces tv show or something like that also i haven't heard that yeah, you know you catch an inter- interesting interview with him on vlad tv hmm. like 40 minutes it's like pretty you know he goes through everything about a lot of things like that and so i gotta learn a lot from that about him you know gave me more respect and enjoy more of this album now you know hearing it back to hear more of the personal stuff he was going through at the time or the things he was working out as an artist too. That's dope. I mean, those are the kind of artists I respect. Yeah, that, I respect that, them a lot. That more. when you 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 know you you might hear them and then later on you kind of find out what they're into and kind of how they work, how their mind works. Yeah, what they've done. And you find out. Oh wait, he's done this. Oh, he was doing this. Oh, he's writing for this. It's like holy shit. And then right. you go back Come and on. look at their original pieces and like holy shit. Yeah, that was fucking better than I thought it was. Right, and he got a platinum record too. I forget. Does he? I didn't know that. He got one. I think I don't know if it was the Bad Me Tivo, right? Mm. Um, but which yeah. that was a couple years later. That was. Uh, I think is that song wasn't there a title track Bad, Bad Me Tivo on Bad Eminem? Bad Me Tivo's like five six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but um, but yeah, he was talking about things like that, but also too the idea the things he had to struggle with, you know, uh, just. Be living in that life of being a yeah, rapper, right? Absolutely, and being an MC and holding his own. And uh, he also mentioned how he had, like, you know, he's an alcoholic through, right? You know, through and through, and how like he had to stop that, and he's been sober, and you know, just in fact, I think he got it. I think he, I think he had to go to jail for a little while. He had a DUI, yeah, too, right? He said he got in a car crash, you know. Yeah. But the, what I caught from that interview is how honest and how raw and open he was. Yeah. He's not holding back. And he's just super honest, and it just made you think, you know. He's just telling you about everything, the good and the bad, you know. So, Kind of artist I respect, man. Well-spoken. We're not well-spoken, Intelligent. Obviously. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything, you guys want to bring up anything else about him? What do you rate it? Let's do shots. Shots. All Let's right. do shots. Shots, 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 shots. Everybody. Okay, who wants to go first then, I guess? I love Royce's n- newer shit, but this album... It was hard to listen to sometimes. Two and a half. Two and a half? Two and a half shots. Wow. That's that's a travesty that you rated two and a half stars. Two and a half shots. Shots, not stars. My bad. Um, it, it from... was, it, I mean, his lyrics are always good. It's just some of those beats, man. I couldn't get past that shit. It's hard. <laughs> uh, I'll go up. So I'm four and a half. I'm, wow. I'm four and a half on this one. Damn, wow, dude. Uh, I no way. Four and a fucking four and half. half. <laughs> I'm expecting that. Well, well, here's what I'm thinking is like for me, this album's way better than the big crit album. Just for me, personally. Right. And I gave that one four, so I'm thinking, man, I gotta give this four and a half because it has to be <laughs> more than that. That's your ratings now. <laughs> I'll, I mean, four and a half. Uh let's go four. Just no, 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 I'll no, drop it down. Don't change your No, 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 no. Don't change it because of No, I'm 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 going four. Then I'll go four. No, no, it's four. I'm not changing because of you guys. Peer pressure, bro. All right, you're up, Bora. Um I was gonna give it four. Just kidding. 
My face on my wood. But this motherfucker, right? Royce the five nine. Like, he's flying how tall he is. I fucking five nine. <laughs> this motherfucker, five nine. Oh, I'm fucking tall. The, so if you look into the the, the numbers five nine in his life, else. they've got other significance. Yeah, nickel nine. That's also his like other name he goes by. Nickel yeah. Nine. But five nine, yeah, that's his height. Right? Right, that's, it is. Uh, it's yeah, his height. His but height. there's also some things like uh, it's a date and some hospital. There's other. There's there's a lot of deeper meanings for him, for him. If you hear him talk about it, he talks about how that number reoccurs in his life. Oh. So that's that's another aspect of it. I mean, yeah. does, that, does that make you respect his? his, his... Nah, I, <laughs> not this song. <laughs> not this song. I'm not feeling this album at all. Uh, oh, wow, decent songs, but otherwise, I I just. I, I think it just didn't stand the test of time. You know? Yeah, I, some I of it, see, a lot I of it's dated. See, like I bet if I heard it when it came out, I probably would like it at the time. But uh, I'm I'm only giving it two shots. Two, wow, yeah. two, two and a half, four, and where you at? I'm right there with two, two. Yeah, wow. You know, I'm in that same boat, man. It was really tough to listen to in some <laughs> aspects. You know, aside knowing that boom was on there, you know, and just playing that out when I first heard it, you know, I'm loving it, and then. I think that's why I never got into Royce that much and slept on him too because of that. You know, it's just I, I remember at that time listening to some of the songs and just not really vibing with it. You mm. know? Maybe I was in a different vein of like the hip hop at the time, and so maybe that wasn't as appealing to me. But then hearing the other Primo beat, you know, and then uh, the King of Kings, some of that stuff, you know, I, I, it's like half and half, you know. Huh. But. Yeah, too, because it's not something I think I would listen to again and again, you know. Uh, it's nothing I'm going to, like, after this, listen to, you know. Word. I just, it's what it was. And it does, yeah, like Boris said, didn't hold up, you know. No, you do. Uh, man, he makes way better music. Way better music. I thought his later albums. Stuff like I really like, like Bad Meets Evil, The Layers. And even this last one, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's fire. It's really good music. Like you can I think to... I think the one where he talks about his his uh, reconnection with Eminem is is on that yeah. that last one. Yeah, possibly. I don't I don't really remember. I just remember the music. It's like really good. Like he he's coming out really hard. I, I, like I said, I, it's nothing against this, but it it was at a time in when I was the biggest hater in underground I used to <laughs> the underground music at that time. Just under, underground head. So every time yeah. I hear Pop that, culture. when I hear, like, I, I think of, like, it was still good hip-hop, commercial-wise, if we compare it to commercial-wise this this era of hip-hop, but yeah, I couldn't get past it. Huh. So. I, I don't know that I would call this commercial hip-hop, though. No, I mean uh, on the tracks he tried. Yeah, you know, there's a lot <laughs> he of did crossover. Try. He was trying to he get tried. over it. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. Due to the label, being on a major Oh, yeah, it was label, probably right? some of that. Uh, it, I don't know how things go, but, I mean, sometimes beats are kind of pushed on an artist, right? Like, yeah, working with Pharrell. Well, you can tell Pharrell, no, not that one. Like, they, they already got things chosen for you in a sense. I don't know. Oh, those Neptune, Neptune tracks are hard, hard to listen to. But, I, I see, I, I'm overlooking all that. Yeah. Just for that, because I, I feel like the gems on here... Or gems, you're right. Just basketball. And some when, song, for, yeah. with, with an al- like even three, if an album has like four. one incredible song, for me it just raises the overall vibe of the album. So I think uh, it just uh, might I be a different way to look at it. Disagree with that. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's definitely a, a that was thing like to last disagree. year when Todd Gur- or was it like two years ago when Todd Gurley was like the shit, and then you're saying the whole Rams team's that much better. Well, Todd Gurley's getting me to the championship well, I'm this just year. Saying, so, like, <laughs> three years ago, you know, I, no, I feel you. No, absolutely. So let's uh, let's we'll move on. Right yeah. Play this track, Megahertz. 
one of the songs we did uh, for Blue Collar, produced by Abacus81. You got uh, Identities and Myself. And we'll, we'll be right back. Again, but the applause should not stop Raise expectations and steady your clocks They say apocalypse now It's questions of when and how When two worlds collide I abide by the love of my life By the uplifting of the angelical force A sense of rising as a wing as my source A bluff cloud nine and looking down at the surface Watching my steps to follow my certain purpose A little misguided but the future's always tainted I use my middle finger cause it's always finger painted Time to calibrate and re-engineer your false pretense Touch but not move as paraplegics Golden ray walk like the city surface Another morning for the sheep to find its purpose A surge of passion is not a chemical flux To rhyme say I guess I've been definitively juxt Never reluctant to push vocab trajectories With the past days a guided to snipe the heresy A half test pays for dudes and sovereignties He's out of his mind, no he's trying to find his body Another reason to become a full metal alchemist And you're finding a reason Send the push pedal out of this blue and the soliloquies within sight. Call of the noose used to choke your windpipe. Collective, it's more than I and I apply sciences of two heads that live this life. This of the Dang. Star nice. Hey man, that's an old one though. Nice. What year was that? What was they? What are we in? 2017, 2011? 2000. That was 2011? Uh, was it? 12, maybe? 2007, 2006. 2005. Damn, that long. Yeah, it was long. It was a long time ago. Holy bro. shit, that long ago? Yeah, 10 years now? No. Wow. When's the last time we did a show? And maybe 2006. I don't know, man. When's the last time we did a show? I'm old, man. I, I can't remember those. I, like, I, I never had a chance to go to one of your shows, and I came You back didn't miss much. I went to a couple. <laughs> yeah. So. No, you did miss one show. When we opened up for Swollen Members. Oh yeah, at club venue. That shit was fucking. No, we've had some good shows. I mean, that was one of some, the for some of the people that we enjoyed and that I respected in the hip hop. Right. One of the best times I ever had was doing a show with uh, I think Mr. Liff uh, was on the card, um, but obviously you know we were openers, and I remember in the middle of our set going through Suki. Remember Suki, 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 yeah, Suki. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And looking in the back of Urban Lounge to my far left and like where the merch table was. And we were in the middle of that song, and he's just, you know, jamming out. And I would see this guy with, like, looks like he was waving a towel, you know, or like a shirt. And just kind of getting into it, you know, in the back. <laughs> Later on, after I get off stage, I realized that was Mr. Liv. And it struck me. as like, yo, oh, nice. he was vibing to that song hard, and he loved it. And it's just one of those moments in life where you're just like, dang, like, I, I, nothing compares to that feeling when you know you respect and love another artist and then they feel that same admiration for you yeah you know uh you just yeah there's nothing like it that was dope uh, yeah there was one show we did on a thursday at urban lounge there was i swear to god there was like seven people and the then the game right but yeah we were having i mean we still had fun but i we got mad props from awol one Oh yeah, and he was like digging our shit too. And I had long conversations with him. He's, he gave me his free CD. Till this mm-hmm. day, every time he puts out a CD, I always buy it. Nice because he gave that's me support that. Right like, there, man, I'm broke today. That's love. Like, and, and that's I was love. Like, he's like, and he's struggling artist, dude. Like, hey, well, one, like, he's not. I mean, right? it's part of the culture. Yeah, yeah, he's. But I mean, he's good too. But like, yeah. I was telling Bori, like, people don't like his voice. Oh uh, yeah, he's yeah. hard. He's uh-huh. hard to listen to. But I always like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, no. Unique. 
And uh, yeah, he gave me that CD, and I was like, man, this motherfucker's so nice. And ever since then, I've always bought like whatever he comes out with. I remember that show too. Yeah. I remember us doing that. And you're right; it was during the weekday, super dead, nobody there, but we loved it. I mean, uh-huh. that was part of the fun, you know. And I remember we didn't we do that show with the Know It Alls also, and we Fax and Johnny Utah. We went to the back, and there was like a basketball hoop over there, and we shot we're a few shots before ball. the yeah, show. Yeah, you ball. know, it's been yeah. It's oh, there's fun. been times like that too at Kilby. I was playing basketball with Merce. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that shit was fun. It was a Merce and Brother Ali concert, and I had my wisdom teeth pulled out. They said, no exercising. And then I was playing basketball at the beginning of the show with Merce, and then after, like in between before the brother Ali got on, I was freestyling, and I could taste the blood coming in my mouth because <laughs> I got my wisdom teeth pulled out. It was pretty funny. But anyways, all right, guys, so we're going to go into uh, uh, our topic, right? Topic. <laughs> and uh so so Throw we're gonna talk yeah so we're gonna talk about um songs that uh bring back memories just the song or bring back some type of memory when we were younger so uh i don't know who's first do you, do you got a song bar are you gonna pass or? uh yeah I, I have a song you want me to go first yeah, yeah since um, you've said so much this podcast <laughs> Switching it up. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't think of anything. So. That's my pick, and if you guys don't know, that's Queen with "We Are the Champions." And uh, the memory it brings me back to is uh, Little League football. Nice. And you know, like at this point, it's like I was in seventh grade, and like I didn't, you know, I only listened to like hip hop and R and B, well, mostly R and B. He's a lover, man. All if that, you, yes, like If you shit. didn't know, Boris yeah. was smooth. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, our, our coach, he would before our games, he would fucking throw us in his van and just fucking play Queen songs all day, and like that was like my first exposure to like rock music. And I'm nice. Say something else by your <laughs> coach. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not gonna deny that shit. Oh shit! No, but yeah, I, some of my some of the best times I had were in football. Oh, football! Yeah, it's really loud. Uh. So, uh, did, I mean, did you guys tear up the game afterwards? Were you guys like... Oh, yeah, we were good, dude. Nice. We had uh, Fahu, who played oh, for... Fahu Tahi. Yeah. He was my lead blocker back then. Oh, yeah. shit. You were the running back? I was the running back. He was the lineman. Nice. Yeah, we so. killed it. We made it to the championship game, and we lost. So. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's cool, man. That was that was cool. I, uh, I don't know why I was expecting a hip-hop track, but uh, obviously not. No, it's good. Queen, I, I love Queen. Versatile. Queen's good, man. Oh, uh, dude, shit. like, I think Freddie Mercury has one of the greatest voices, like, ever. It's too bad he died. Yeah, I appreciate Queen. I like that shit. Okay, who's next? I'll oh, go last. Okay, I'll go up. Me and my homies, we tied it in the club. We chop a lot of games, how we do it in the players' club. Jump in the pool, I'll kick it in the tub, because we keep much ass at the players' club. I 
got a hoe named Real the Real. She got a buddy named SB12. Now you know the deal. We get freaky in the studio. I'm sure everybody recognizes that track. Yeah, rapping Fote. Rapping Fote, Players Club. Man, that was uh, that was one of my uh, favorite tracks back then. Yeah, I love all that Bay Area music, man. Yeah, I remember that, dude. Man, you get you rap me forte. You help introduce a lot to me. I love, yeah, I love that bit. Rapping Forte is one of my favorites. He's he's a, a real lyrical, you know, gangster motherfucker. But but Forte, he's got a lot of local connections here too. I've, I've seen him you know, oh, really? work, working with yeah, working with people here in Salt Lake. But uh, but yeah, rapping Forte, man, that that shit brings me back to riding in. My homeboy's Maximus smoking some weed, you know, when you were yeah, first yeah. getting into it, you know, you were really young. I love that shit. Nice. Who's up? Charles, you got one you want to you wanna, you wanna share? Man, I'm just kind of thinking about it, you know, when you guys said something that brought me back, uh, I, like you said, I was just thinking hip-hop strictly. And so when it gets... Yes, yeah, so that's what I thought too. about that, uh, one of the tracks that takes me back is Jedi Mind Tricks, Heavenly Divine. Oh, uh, like I fucking that, love that album. Right when that, that yeah. comes in, dude, you're just like, "Yo, this is it. This is everything," you know. And uh, that was one of my that was one of my first kind of Jedi mind tricks that I used to just play over and over again. Yeah, that was oh, the yeah, thing that made me hard. Dude. Yeah, I like be like, "Yeah, I'm a backpacker." You know what I mean? Yep. I do listen to the ground? No, I don't listen to commercial. Like Absolutely. Saying you know there was that divide that yep. you weren't associated. You don't want to be associated with any of that stuff. Yep. You, know, you call that whack. Still Vinny Paz's other No, um, what was the other guy's name? Jedi. Man, I just forgot right now. Uh, he quit playing. though, right? They, That's funny. Everybody only like, knows Vinny Paz. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to remember. He's such a huge personality. Good, yeah. Dude, one of the best shows. Remember uh when oh, fuck what was that place? Next to DV eight? 
Uh, oh, yeah, it, was, yeah. uh, it was Jedi Mind Tricks and Time Machine. Oh, man. That Remember was that show? One of the dopest shows. Time Machine was so dope. You introduced me to Time Machine, man. And yeah. I love them. Effort. They had, like, that. props. They cut out some props, and they're, like, uh, they're all rapping, and they're pulling out these cardboard props, and it's like, what, no, they on? they threw on a show. That yeah. was, that's it cool. was it was cool. I mean, it was really cool and entertaining as fuck. And they, it's funny that Jedi Mind brought them with them because it's a, it's a totally different kind of hip hop style. Yeah, but it was still underground though. It that was, was the thing. Like if you like underground, you like both of those yeah. styles, you know. And that they, was the thing. They came from what Philly. Just Allah was the other one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Second oh, yeah. rapper, you know, and that album was violent by design. And when that album dropped, dude, that was like it, you know, that cemented what underground hip hop ended yep. for certain things like that. Absolutely. You know, because um, it's one of those things where like you play to anybody and if they love underground hip hop, they fell in love with it. You know, that's funny. We haven't really talked about that much like that, that divide that I think mostly used to exist. It's not really strong yeah, anymore, really but good. but um. It used to be just a strict line between underground music and commercial yeah. music. And, like, I think we were all passionate about it. You know? Yeah, right? Yeah. We were all a little way passionate. Yeah. It was oh, a salty yeah. sometimes. A lot of pride came I think from. that's mainly why we're friends, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of that. Man, <laughs> otherwise, I don't give a shit about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember getting to arguments with people about, you know, like, What's I remember up? arguing about, uh, oh, what the hell is that, that guy's name? Uh, Fabulous. And this dude oh, was just yeah. telling me, and Fabius actually wasn't a bad rapper. Like he 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 had some yeah, some decent track. Yeah, appreciate yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But at the time, I was like telling telling this guy he used to work at Foot Action, he used to work at Foot Locker too. We kind of had a little rival yeah, rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's talking about how much he loves Fabulous, and I'm I was talking about I don't even know J Live or somebody like just yeah. just really really dope shit that was considered underground. Just just that line that. Line that exists between those two. It was, it was, oh, yeah, I remember. It was right. You love J Live. Huh? I totally. I still love him. Yeah. I still want to do another album. Oh, oh man. Hey, so talking about those shows. So we talked about the DV8. That place burned down. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So it was this this other concert, but um, I got some inside just, knowledge it about just, that. I just, it just popped in my head. So this was, I think, on my first underground show, and I was a sophomore, and Charles was a senior, and we went over to the DV8 to watch the Arsonist. Oh, yeah, uh, no. yeah, that's that, classic, that, yeah. Yes, and that You're show right, was man. like, we were packed in the basement. It was, it was live, live as fuck. We were in the front, and they pushed us basically. Like, I couldn't even stay in the front because I was getting knocked around. So I went over by the turntable area. And the whole night, everybody's like, what was it, Halloween? What, what song? Was, how, was it close to Halloween? Yeah, no, what was the song, Halloween? Halloween? Yeah. Or it was like one of the songs everybody kept like saying, you know, Halloween. Halloween. And we're jumping up and down. We're wilding the fuck out. And they finally play that song. Do you remember? I think it was. Oh how, yeah. Was it close to Halloween or some? It was one of those songs by Arsonist. And we're. I was jumping so hard. I made the fucking needle skip. Yeah. Oh, In the middle of the song, and everybody's just like, just oh, oh, and I'm right like, and I'm like, oh, I was like, I was a little kid. I was just like, oh, fucked up the whole thing. The they just Arsonist. Things were funny. epitome. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You know, they were hyped. Yeah. Man, you're right. That was one of my favorite all-time shows. And there was a lot of who's who in the underground community at that time that was there that that song, know, yeah, that... can identify with being at that show and what it meant and how dope and raw that was. You know, that was that was definitely that was definitely an underground show. Literally, too, it was fucking it yeah, was literally, badass. right? I mean, being young and stuff like that and they're seeing that for the first time. The and they're from New rapping. York, right? Yeah, they're fucking. Hey, funny. seeing like our first New York rappers and just seeing like dudes, you know, 
just being so dope, man. With yeah. what they did. Destroy was just hanging out on top of the speaker, rapping, just fucking. Dude, everybody's going songs nuts. like that's cool, man. Draft worlds collide. It was oh, backdraft. Yeah. Back that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it was that draft. was the song. It was backdraft. <laughs> nice, man. Let's see. All right, so uh, so my song. Um, when I was young, me and my mama had beef. Seventeen years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell. Hugging on my mama from a jail cell. So, of course, uh, that you know, that was Tupac, um, Dear Mama. So, before I, I go into that, so there's a, a story behind it. So, when I was in sixth grade, we, uh, it was like a talent show, right? So a bunch of my, the guys in my class, me and my friend Terrell, I think my friend Jamie, they, they're like, all right, we should rap something. And I'm like, all right, I'm down. So they picked uh, Crossroads. Nice. Meet you. Is it? Yeah. And so we did Crossroads, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick my part. Me, the passive guy that I am, I let everybody pick them, and they're like, okay, you can do that one. And then I got the one, the worst, the worst one. I got Busy, Busy Bones Bo. part. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite version. And so, you know, I was all hyping up everything. And then I found out what I needed to do. And I was practicing, practicing, practicing. I never had that double time as a kid. What So I was like 12 years old. I'm trying to get this. I'm like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to get it. And so the show comes. And so we perform it. I stumble all over Busy Bones where it's fucking so hard. I, I, st- I probably still to this day. I couldn't rap his fucking lyrics. <laughs> and I tried so much. And so then my cousin and uh like his class they they wanted to compete with us so they did first the month. And then they actually did pretty good. Well, I thought they did all did pretty good. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. Yeah, because then I, I Maybe you shouldn't do this. Yeah, I was like <laughs> and I fucked up and then I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna call you guys out. So they had a little like um uh, for some reason there was another um talent like practice i guess i guess for another spot so i was like i'm gonna jump in that she's like it's next week so i was like and i told my cousin like a bunch of the classmates i was like dude i'm gonna get this verse i'm like i was like i don't get this i'll do this by myself i was like i don't need anybody else but i was terrified to do it and i learned i was like it was so it was like it took one week yeah because they did it on like a thursday and then i i got and i started to rap dear mama to him and i killed it and I only did for their class, but the problem was I said "bitch," because that's oh, what the no. says. And I was like, and I knew this like for front and the back, like even with my eyes closed, I was like, I got this. I was like, this is easy. And I was like, and but I said the word "bitch" in front of, but it was just their class. So it was like a little private session. Yeah. And the teacher, she's like, Jose, you can't do that song because it said "bitch." I'm <sighs> like, well, I could change the lyrics. On it. She's like, no, but you already said it. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I was so like, I don't damn, hear that hot trash. Oh, so man, that's that song just, and I was always a mama's boy, so I, that song always kind of appealed to me. And after that, oh, I yeah. was like, I thought it was a role. I was like, you know what? I already learned, I already learned the that song in a week. I was dating this cute little girl at the time, her little kid love, 
remember remember uh wonder why why you call you bitch <laughs> love, katie love yeah, it was a, a teenage it's not even a teenage, a teenage love. love it was a 12 age love so i i uh i learned uh i wonder why they call you bitch Mm-hmm. And I learned that in a week, and I remember rapping to her. And even though it was like mean, like I wasn't saying it towards her, she was all smiles. She's all writing her fucking. I just remember as a kid, she's like writing hearts with my name on. It. She's like, <laughs> "You're the best rapper ever in life." I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, "I'm a fucking pimp." Well, yeah, yeah, makes feel good. Right around with my BMX. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Bitches that, love rappers, man. That made yeah made you who you are now. Um, I played that song the night before I went to jail. I had, I had court. <laughs> And uh, at the end of the night, it was just me and my mom. We were just sitting in the living room watching TV. And I said, Mom, I want to play a song for you and put that song on. It was was an interesting feeling. It's a good song, man. It's a great, such a classic, man. Still to this day, he is my favorite lyricist. Damn. I'm throwing that out there. I love Tupac. Most loves himself some Tupac, man. You know? Yes, he's still one of my favorites, so. Another guy that just has a fascinating backstory, man. Just his his entire existence was just so interesting. Such uh, an interesting yeah. person. He's like one of the smartest rappers ever. Yeah, like, yeah. He but you, like, you see a lot of those interviews, right? And like he had strong opinions. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was He's so opinionated, articulate. Yeah, you know, like, that's why the government killed him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah too far off. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, that's that's the whole beauty of being a lyricist, right? Uh, being able to portray those things that maybe others can't say, and you giving a voice for those kind of messages, those songs, you know, helping people have an outlet and release through, you know, music. Nice. He got lost in his ways, though. Now we're talking about yeah, Tupac. absolutely. Uh, biggest hypocrite, I think. Well, not hypocrite. He's just got yeah, a lot of. He was very hypocritical yeah, in a lot of ways, like, man. The music he was so much for his people, but when. The, when it the, came down to when it. it comes down to the album that people yeah. where he got the most like notoriety, everybody knew it. It was all eyes on me. Yeah. Complete. He flipped the script. That was the first album. But I mean, watched. I'm not taking anything away from it. I think it was a really good fucking album. All eyes on me. But yeah, like, it's all bitches, money. It's because of Shook Knight's influence. Shug Knight. Yep, Shook Knight. So he, man. he needed the money, and so he went to Shook. Yeah. And, but like, no. you said, but they created a fucking beautiful record. It did. No, I bet you guys don't give that that record two shots. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, well, I'll give it at least a four and a half. Or four. That's definitely. Well, maybe we'll get to that one one day. Nice, cool, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, remind us again where we can find your uh, oh yeah. Embassy. So yeah, the embassy man. For right now, you can check it on Instagram. I know everybody got a social media handle on there and everything. So. Uh, like I said, it'd be even at- Joey Diaz got some fucking little Joey Diaz. So it's gonna be at th dot embassy underscore us. You know the embassy us. Uh, check us out. You know, stay up to date. Um, hopefully, like I said, by the beginning of the year, we have an online site. So if there's anything you guys like, you can pick up. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks Word. for having me on and like thanks for you know, yeah, thanks for coming. Out. Thanks for Apple Stan, yeah, man. Yeah, Charlie Apple, Apple okay. Yeah, just homies, you Chuck. know, doing the same thing. Chuck. It was great. It's good to hear you guys and it's been fun. Thanks for thanks, thanks for man. joining us, man. Beautiful. You guys got anything else you wanna you wanna bring up? I just love this a sunny day. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> play this song on a sunny day. Well check us out at below the flow. That's B-E-L-O-T-H-E-F-L-O uh, on Twitter. And we'll, uh, rate us and review us on iTunes. We're on iTunes as well. Yeah, Below please. the flow as well. That low flow. Subscribe. 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 And comment, please. Comment. comment. Even if you don't like it, say yeah, we're shitty. Like yeah. like. Let us Just know. Comment. Doesn't matter. Let let these guys know how bad their opinions are. 
<laughs> Tell me how stupid I sound. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, uh, all right, cool. Thanks for checking us out. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.